Run in seamless comfort. Runderwear is performance underwear that is always supremely comfortable and chafe-free. Made from breathable, wicking fibers and available in five silhouettes. Save 20% with code AMR20 at runderwear.com AMR. When you activate your Birdie personal safety alarm with a quick pull, the alarm emits a loud siren and flashing strobe light to help deter an attack. Right now, She's Birdie is offering our listeners 15% off their first purchase when you go to she'sbirdie.com slash AMR. Most days, we can all use some help. Make it better help. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash AMR. Start living a better life today. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell. Dim, you are moments away from flying to Rancho La Puerta. Oh, uh, ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. Yes, yes. Yeah. I get to go for two weeks, which is, um, as I, that's the like asterisk, like not my lifestyle. <laughs> I, I don't get to go to this amazing um, ranch and wellness spa for two weeks. But, you know, as, as people, longtime listeners will recall, um, my mom, we discovered it, or I discovered it, or I got mm-hmm. to go the first time when my mom turned 70 and she brought me and my sisters there for her present, uh, for mm-hmm. a present. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we've been going ever since. Um, and it's kind of been our family reunion spot for the four of us just to have some easy Aww. time together. And um, I call it like a, being on a cruise ship. Um, because it's, it's awesome because you can go all do your own little different activities during the day, but then you kind of come back together for meals and, you know, snacks or whatever, and, and kind of, you know, relive whatever you've done. So it's like, everyone can kind of do their own thing, but still there's a lot of together time. So yes. and it's there's, like perfect. And there's no waves and you can get off the, you know. Oh, it's much, yeah, it's much better than a cruise ship. It's just more like that they have so many activities. That, oh my um, gosh. Yes, yes. So I get to go for a week and then I get to s- just hang there and say goodbye to my family and then um, come meet our guests that are coming to uh, be with us for the, it's kind of an AMR week, kind of a learn to run week. I mean, how would you, how would you yeah, describe I think that, it, Sarah? I think that's, yeah, um, you know, run, uh, beginning runner week at Rancho La Puerta and then we've been asked to be presenters. We're very honored to be presenters. And so it's not a retreat per se, but there's going to be a dozen of us, uh, or I guess with you and me, it'll be 14 um, or maybe even 15. And so, like you say, everybody can do their own thing and, um, but we'll, you know, probably sit together for meals or, you know, meet up in Feldenkrais class or something like that. So um, what, what classes are you most excited for? Oh, well, you just stole my thunder, Feldenkrais. I'm a big <laughs> Feldenkraiser when I'm at the ranch, and I always try to, um, you know, come back to it when I get home, and it just never feels quite the same. <laughs> um, so I like that. I mean, anything. I'm looking forward to um, swimming in their awesome outdoor oh, pool. So looking forward to that. Yeah. Yep. Um, probably will take a fun aerobics, like a water aerobics class, just because it's fun. You know, it's a fun, <laughs> different way to to exercise. I just really enjoy doing different things there, right? Uh-huh. Um, to try just different things. I'm I'm going to play pickleball finally. 
I've, oh yes, oh pickle. Well, that's a that's a mainstay for me and the me and the the family. Yes, yeah, so we got lots yeah. of uh, competition there. That's yeah, little... so I, I've never played pickleball because when we've gone before the retreat was just was um, from a Saturday to a Wednesday. So I seem to run out of runway to be able to do it. So, but staying there a couple of days longer, I'm like, I am doing it. And then our neighbors across the street have a um, transportable pickleball net and pickleball rackets. So yes. I want, yeah, I want to come back and then play some more. It um, is fun. Yes, it is a fun, fun thing. Yeah, I'm bringing, I'm actually bringing our rackets because, oh, um, you. you know, uh, my sisters were a little worried that, that there might be a shortage. I was like, sure, I'll <laughs> throw them in the bag. <laughs> um, and then I am, are you going to do striptease dance? Uh, if I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh gosh. I love that class. And again, people stay clothed. It's just learning the moves. Uh, I love that aerobic drumming class they have. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh the, my, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's not called aerobic drumming. It has a bit a catchier name than that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll call it aerobic drumming for our. We're just very uh, simple around here. We like to yeah. keep it. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, I'm just excited to go up to. I'm hoping they have a cooking class up at that beautiful kind of auxiliary building that they have up near their garden. And oh my god, I'm just so excited for longer daylight hours because you realize the first night that we'll be there with. Um, bammers is the night that we fall back yes it's, it's it's not this weekend but it's the or well as people listen it'll be this weekend we're recording on friday before you go um and so it gets very dark very early in portland <laughs> it's november i love my portland but it is a dreary month here and yes. so to be able to escape it to go south whoo but, you it's know, gonna be nice it's gonna it's be gonna, nice yeah mm-hmm. absolutely yeah so yeah, yeah. looking forward to it It'll be, it will be fun and hopefully it will not be our last time there if you're if you're intrigued hopefully mm-hmm. uh we'll be there again um sooner um, than later an annual tradition i'd like to make it yes 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 so um i have to say i'm enjoying i we've had a lot of calls already today dim this is the third time we're seeing each other <laughs> on zoom video um always lovely um I'm enjoying a new seasonal noon immunity flavor. It's a tablet because they now do their immunity three and little sachets. It is the spiced cider. And you're one step ahead of me on this because I'm drinking it cold because I had to drink. I wanted to drink a fair bit of it. But you you did something special to it. I did the other night. It was. um, Yeah, I know from dark evenings here. I think I mean, I think you guys are a little bit further north on the latitude lines, but mm-hmm, not by much. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so about five, well, probably more like 447 every day, I'm about ready to crawl into bed <laughs> and get, <laughs> just hang it up for the next day, but try to hang on to about, you know, 830 or so. But um, yeah, so it was after dinner and I was like, oh, I'm like, I, I kind of want some tea, but I didn't have anything that looked, you know, like I, I wanted some new tea. And I was like, oh, I forgot they have apple cider immunity, which mm. I had just opened up. And so I was like, yeah. So I actually uh, boiled some hot water and um, and poured it into a mug. So it was like it's it's like mm. spiced cider. It was mm-hmm. it was really really good. So yes, mm-hmm. I'm I definitely recommend trying that. Yeah, and also my both my twins have colds and we've done home COVID tests. They do not have COVID, but they have colds that John, I think brought from his dancer buddies. 
And um, so I got a little scratchy throat. I'm like, I can, I can stave this off. I'm going to drink me some immunity. Um, Yeah. yeah, So um, tasty. And And it's nice. uh, I will say, I mean, I, I, I have all the patience in the world for a noon tablet to dissolve. I, I love it so much, but the hot water, it's a little (laughs) bit more effective. I'll just say that. (laughs) And it's also fun. I mean, it's like a science experiment. Yes, exactly. Like firing (laughs) off Mentos and Diet Coke, right? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Is that what you did for fun back in Minnesota when you were growing oh, yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. When we weren't when we weren't tipping cows, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, this first question is from fangirl Becca, who wants to improve her balance. Hi, this is Becca. I'm calling from Greenville, South Carolina, on my aftershock in the middle of my run. Um, my question is I've been practicing doing dynamic format before my run and I'm noticing that my balance is terrible and I was um, trying to just wondering what suggestions you have to improve balance because I feel like that would be a helpful thing to work on for a run. Love you all. Love the podcast. I'm the biggest fan girl and can't wait to meet you one day. Thanks. Bye. So, well, kudos, Becca, for doing dynamic warm-up moves pre-run. I'm glad to see Dimity and my constant talking about dynamic warm-ups has, <laughs> and, and stretches has paid off. Um, and thanks for being a loyal fan. So uh, you're from South Carolina, and so you should do our women run race on Hilton Head Island next February 27. Going to put in a plug for that. We'll all be there. Uh, it's part of our retreat, but also, um, you know, anyone can do the race. So and it's oh, so beautiful and so fun on that um, flat Caligny Beach. That flat Caligny beach. Yes, yes. And you, but you might need balance, although probably not so much because it is a flat, lovely, flat surface to run on. But balance is really important um, in running and in life. Honestly, like I had um, uh, dinner the other night with a good friend of mine who is uh, 62 and she um, is super healthy, super active, um, you know, hikes, bikes, uh, ran. Um, and she just slipped on ice and um, broke her hip, had to have a hip replacement. And it was Shoot. really, really, really hard for her because she was like, I pride myself on my, you know, I'm being healthy. Right. And yeah. to have it and not that that would have, you know, I don't know that she could have prevented that because, you know, stuff like that happens. But mm-hmm. the balance is not just for running. And <laughs> I think as we get older, we really, really need to embrace that because we're all one sidewalk lip away from you know, oh, or one maybe causing some damage. One dog or cat underfoot. I swear I'm going to step on one of my pets one day and it's just all going to Yeah, and it, it goes down quickly. And we have, yeah. a, we have a far way to fall. My friend Sylvia is also, she's like six feet tall. You know, and the, tall, the taller you are, the farther you go. But anyway, I don't know how tall you are, Becca, but yes. Yeah, so, but balance helps running a lot because basically, you know, you are, you're never on two feet in running, mm-hmm. right? You're, mm-hmm. you're basically hopping from foot to foot or, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically the stand of moving the range of motion over one foot and then the other one. And Mm -hmm. so if your dynamic drills have shown you that, you know, you can't really balance very well on one foot, then um, chances are you're probably compensating somehow for that in your, um, you know, you know, whether you're dropping your hip or, you know, your knee is taking too much impact or something like Mm -hmm. that, or your lower Mm -hmm. back, you know, because you don't have the support system you need. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when I was um, digging around looking for some advice on this, um, I fa- found um, where I was saying the better your balance becomes, the more relaxed you'll run, and then the faster you'll be able to run with the same amount of energy. 
and the the scientific thing I was reading made it a lot more complicated than that. But I was like, wait a minute, you can just put out the same effort yet go faster. Like that's free money almost, right? Yeah. Um, well, it's. I mean, I I think you. I think I read the same thing. I mean, it's like being on a paddleboard, right? If you are tippy tippy and not really feeling sure of yourself, you're not going to go very fast. But if you feel nice and balanced and strong and stable, you know, mm-hmm. you can channel your energy into the paddle instead of putting it, you know, into yeah. keeping so, upright. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Dim, I know you're a big fan of those one-legged squats that you demo on YouTube for us. Um, and those work balance, but talk us through and maybe that exercise, if I'm right, and maybe another <laughs> exercise you like for improving balance. Sure, sure. Well, yeah, so definitely one-legged squat, but that's a pretty, you know, if, if you're just, if you're really feeling like I need to work on my balance to start with, just stand on one foot, literally stand on one foot. Um, the, uh, I'm going to say gold standard and that's the wrong thing, but, um, you know, I, where the physical therapist I've been to, the stuff I've read has said, you, um, ideally you can balance on one foot for 30 seconds without Mm -hmm. tipping over, you know, without, so, so that's where you start. And barefoot, right? Barefoot. Yes, absolutely. Most of Yeah. I think it's best to do any kind of balance exercise. I mean, if you, are doing obviously um, a dynamic warm up before you're running. You're gonna have your shoes on if you're outside, but I really think it's really important to to be as bare be barefoot as much as possible with stuff mm. like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um so yeah so one foot okay that's that's thirty seconds on one foot build up to that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get good at that, close your eyes. Right, mm. that's hard, very mm. hard. Mm-hmm. Um, um some other things. The other one that I really like that is. Uh, surprisingly tough is called, um, oh, I call it the tightrope, but basically it is um, walking heel to toe forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you like, you're pretending like you're walking on a tightrope and it is hard, but you actually touch your heel to your toe. So you're not taking a nice big step in front and getting, so gotcha. you're kind of, you've got a, a very narrow stance. Um, and uh, that one to me, um, that definitely finds some find some uh, holes holes in the system, <laughs> some kinks in the <laughs> some kinks in the um, system. And uh, yeah, and then I mean anything you can do on one foot, you know, um, a one legged squat, a one legged deadlift, um, mm-hmm. anything like that that is going to challenge you to keep your um, body weight. Uh, centered over one foot, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and Becca, I was thinking if you have access to a gym with a BOSU, you know, one of those that looks like a half ball but with but um, flat on one side on a platform or a balance board, you could do a variety of exercises that hone your balance. Like Dim was saying, squats or a modified deadlift. If you do that on a BOSU, it's going to make you work um, all those little stabilizer muscles and work on your balance. And then I was also thinking about yoga, like a tree pose, which is a one-legged pose. Those would improve balance. So, you know, maybe consider working yoga into your weekly routine. Yeah. And the other one, I mean, just going back to the bows, you don't even have to go to a gym. It just made me think, just stand on a, stand on a pillow. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, it's not, it's quite as well engineered uh-huh. <laughs> um, for, for exercise as a BOSU, but it definitely um, creates a similar situation. Uh-huh. Kind of a firm pillow, so like maybe a cushion from the, from your couch. Yeah, or, or I mean, it depends. You know, you can try mm-hmm. try a bunch of different ones out. You know, mm-hmm. I have some f- really flat feather pillows, so I don't think that's going to work. So okay, all right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah, a flat yeah. feather pillow. Asterisk. Yeah. Yes, yes. In more than a decade of TMI Tuesday updates on the AMR Facebook page, there's no more hot button issue than running underwear. 
gals divide resolutely into the commando camp versus the undies coalition. I was a diehard commando runner until I discovered Runderwear. Runderwear is the original performance underwear for running. Runderwear's mission is to eliminate the discomfort caused by ill-fitting underwear. You know what I'm talking about. And to create seamless performance running underwear, basewear, and socks that are supremely comfortable, moisture-wicking, and chafe-free. Did you catch that? Chafe-free. Chafing is my nemesis, and I find that with each passing year, another part of me is bedeviled by my skin being rubbed raw. Well, when that started happening near my lady bits, I knew I needed a solution. Runderwear to the rescue. With the arrival of colder, damper weather, maybe it's time to try Runderwear's Merino Wool products. These incredibly soft beauties just won Best Running Underwear in the upcoming Outside Buyer's Guide. Plus, Runderwear is the official running underwear brand of both England Athletics and Roadrunners Club of America. There are two styles of merino undies, brief and hipster. My favorite style of underwear is the incredibly comfortable running thong. Nope, that's not an oxymoron. You need to try underwear for yourself, and we have a special code exclusively for our audience. Use code AMR20 to save 20% at runderwear.com AMR. That's R-U-N-D-E-R-W-E-A-R dot com slash AMR and code AMR20. Runderwear.com slash AMR, code AMR20. Oof, we set the clocks back this weekend, which means morning and evening runners are both staring down months of dark runs. <sighs> Take personal safety into your own hand with Birdie. Birdie is a personal safety alarm designed to be easy to carry and simple to use. A Birdie is the size and shape of a regular keychain, yet when you activate your Birdie with a quick pull, the alarm will emit a loud 130 decibel siren and flashing strobe light to help deter an attack. While I haven't sounded the alarm, I only take my hosting duties so far, Google informs me 130 decibels is as loud as a jet plane flying 100 feet overhead. Ooh, loud. Unlike pepper spray or other deterrents, Birdie is no danger to you. Feel confident to use it without the worry. Birdie goes where you do. The alarm has a brass keychain, so you can attach it to your keys or bags, and it stows easily in the pocket of your running jacket or tights. You'll love this detail. Birdie was created by two moms, in part because they wanted their kids to be safer when they headed off to college. I can relate. I gave Birdie to my older daughter when she moved into an apartment with friends, and another one to each of my 16-year-old twins. They all liked having a choice of 11 colors. I liked empowering their safety. Right now, She's Birdie is offering our listeners 15% off their first purchase when you go to she'sbirdie.com slash AMR. Go to she's Birdie, spelled S-H-E-S-B-I-R-D-I-E dot com slash AMR for 15% off your first purchase. She's Birdie.com slash AMR. As the world opens up around us, it can be challenging to step back into it. Let BetterHelp help you. You can start communicating with your own licensed professional therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is convenient, professional, and affordable. You get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and send a message to your counselor anytime. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. That was really important to me when I first started using the service as was knowing that BetterHelp offers a broad range of licensed professional counselors who specialize in a wide range of issues, including depression, stress, anxiety, self-esteem, sleeping, family conflicts, anger, grief, and trauma. I started using BetterHelp for family counseling, but in the past few months, I realized I needed to put on my proverbial oxygen mask and take care of myself first, so I started working one-on-one with a BetterHelp therapist. Being able to talk and be heard is making a difference. Step back out and start living a happier life today. 
Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com AMR. Join more than 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com AMR for 10% off your first month. Thanks, BetterHelp. All right, half marathoner Tara is wondering when she can run her next one. Hi, this is Tara. I'm calling from Indiana. I just finished my 10th half marathon this morning, about two hours ago, actually. And my question is, uh, I know you ladies always say, don't do any running the week after a marathon. Your body needs to rest. My question is, how much rest do you need after a half marathon versus a marathon? If I want to do a light run, is that okay? And how soon could I go back and do another half marathon? Thank you very much. I love your show. I just found it, and I've been binge listening to it. Thank you very much. Bye. So congrats, Tara, on half marathon number 10. And thanks for binge listening to the podcast. I told my kids about that yesterday when I listened to this voice. My mom, I'm like, hey, she enjoys listening to me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a novel, novel situation with this house, house full of teenagers, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And totally awesome, Tara. Nice work on the, on the half marathons. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you are correct, Tara, that we're firmly in the no running for a week after a marathon camp. Um, but you definitely don't need to wait that long after a race that's half that distance. And so from, I'll speak from my personal experience that if I race a half marathon on a Sunday morning, I'll wait until Tuesday, maybe do a light run, but then Wednesday I'm pretty much back to my usual and I got to thinking, well, why is that? And I realized that a lot of the half marathons I do are part of the marathon training schedule. So I don't take, you know, I don't have the luxury to take some time off. But um, Tim, if somebody's a, a serial half marathoner, like it sounds Tara might be, how long of a break from running should she take post-race? Or someone who's, who's done a, a half marathon and maybe doesn't care to do another one anytime soon, how long should they be taken off? Yeah, well, so um, I think I've mentioned this uh, actually maybe even in the last podcast, but I mean, a, a very easy rule of thumb that I remember is the number of miles you race is the number of days you take off. And um, But let me define take off. So <laughs> it doesn't mean you do nothing. It means that you, um, for after a marathon, yes, that week is pretty important. Um, after a half marathon, it could be four or five days, and then you can get back to easy running. But taking them off are easy runs, um, walks, swimming, um, cycling. I mean, you can still work up a sweat. You can still kind of get your endorphins flowing, but nothing like tempo or go do hill repeats. Um, and it also depends upon what your body is used to, right? If, if Mm -hmm. you, you know, if you went and ran, if you went and raced with a capital R, you know, this half marathon, you're probably going to need a little bit more downtime than if you went to go support a friend who ran, you know, 45 minutes, uh, her time would finishing time would be like 45 minutes slower than yours would be. So you were out there more as, you know, kind of doing an easy run for you. So mm-hmm. it's it kind of, you know, it's, there isn't one like, you know, rule of thumb, but generally I think about two weeks of easy stuff before you want to head back in. Yeah. Yeah. And that same rule would apply, um, Tara, as to how soon your next half marathon should be. You know, if you were out there to compete, then, you know, maybe you're going to take more time off, maybe two or three months until the next race so that your legs are fully fresh on race day. Um, And that's not something that you can exactly feel. It's more something that happens at a molecular level. So don't be like, well, my legs feel fine. It's like, oh yeah, well, if they're not, if you haven't waited long enough, you're going to find out at mile seven, eight or nine that no, they're not really as fine as you thought. 
or if you did that half marathon to complete it, um, whether it's with a friend or just because you really want to see the course or, you know, just want to have a party, um, then you could do one a lot sooner. I mean, you know, we know women who are, you know, trying to be half marathon fanatics or, yeah, I think that's the right term, half marathon fanatics. Um, you know, they can do back to back ones. They may not feel good when they, you know, go back to work or drive carpool on Monday, but they, they can get it done. Sure, um, sure. <laughs> um, so, damn, I, this question took me back to 2011 when I did those three halves in three months. And to become a half marathon fanatic, it's, you know, it means so much to me, obviously, that I can't even remember the right name of it. Um, You're not no wearing dis- the badge today? Yeah, yeah no disrespect. Uh, that's fine. It just wasn't my, my thing. But, um, I mean, that led me into almost unbearably painful plantar fasciitis. So, so doing too many too close together, uh, I speak from experience, can lead to injury. Well, um, but can we have a quick detour on the shoes you wore? I think you were, I think you were trying to wear the cool shoes. That oh. were pretty lightweight, the Nike ones. Oh, that was that was I that was when I was testing shoes, and that's when I got a really bad. I don't remember my um, foot pain being due to that to n- those shoes. I remember a time that I got really bad knee pain from wearing fancy Nikes, and then when I stopped wearing those, bingo, the, the foot pain, the knee pain oh, went away. Oh, I thought I thought the Ogden, which we talked about last time, the Ogden one you were wearing. Maybe not though. I could I could be wrong. Oh. <laughs> um, but you know, definitely, I was like, oh, those are interest. That's an interesting choice for you, Sarah. <laughs> remember, seeing you had one race doing that. I can't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, no, I think that that sounds good. Again, it's it's really a matter of setting your expectations for yourself as far as your performance goals and knowing your own body and knowing you know if you're injury prone. I mean, all the things that um kind of come up when you're trying to stay consistent right and so if you need to keep up your strength training if you need to foam roll which you do probably need to do both of those um you know all that stuff is important um if you're looking to keep gunning for your next you know to keep this half marathon streak going if you want to mm-hmm. become like yeah you know a fanatic in 50 states or <laughs> yeah yeah all right and this question is from rachel with cold hands Hi, this is Rachel in Southern Illinois, and I'm calling with a question, um, and I'm hoping that maybe Sarah can help a little with this. I think she struggles with gray knots as well. So uh, I am a seasoned runner, uh, but newly rejoining the world of running outside. I've been sticking to inside workouts because of my gray knots, particularly in the winter months. It's really bad, and um, I wondered if you had any tips for uh, how to manage that um, when I'm running outside with friends, uh, particularly in the early morning hours, uh, my hands can become really painful. So it's more my hands than my feet. So I just wondered if you had any tips for that. Thank you. So as you've expressed, Rachel, I I feel your pain. Um, Dimity, how about you give us a little doctorly description of the Raynaud's? Um, okay, I might read a little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Raynaud's disease is caused by peripheral, peripheral blood vessels overreacting to the cold, and it can also be caused by stress. The condition can make parts of your body, like your hands, and in the case of Rachel and Sarah, feet, nose, ears, and even nipples. Yeah, uh, uh, it makes them oh. feel cold and yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> hey, we yeah. need a copy editor here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it makes them feel what? Yeah, yeah, How are your right. nipples feeling? <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, Raynaud's affects about 5 to 10% of Americans and females and people um, living in colder climates are more often affected by this 
situation. Yep, 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 yep. So, because because you don't have this dim, right? I, am I right? I mean, no, I don't think so. I yeah. I don't know, but I mean, yeah. my hands get cold, but I don't think it's raining odds. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I want to start with a bit of good news. Um, so not sure what age you are, Rachel, but the older I get, the less I'm bothered by rain odds. So I. I am not a doctor. I don't play one on TV, but I think it is a benefit of aging and I think it's related to hormones. Um, so, so that's, that's good. Um, you can look forward to that possibly. <laughs> We've got one benefit coming down the pipeline yeah, for you, Rachel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't need to buy any more tampons at a certain age and your hands will stop hurting. Um, so, and then obviously dress in layers dim you're talking beforehand about how much i love wool so um wool i find particularly good because it um helps you stay warm and dry because i think staying warm is important but also dry it just i find when my hands get wet as well as cold that's when um pain comes on a little more quickly other um did you have something to say dim I was just saying it's a one-two punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's other things. Uh, drinking a warm beverage before heading out for a run. I feel for some reason it kind of, um, the warmth for my belly spreads out a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it helps with blood flow. Again, I'm not a doctor. Um, and then, you know, wear gloves. Even when most people would think it's too warm for them, I just, within the past two weeks, went out in a pair of shorts, a tank top, and gloves. You know, uh, I like to think, you know, I'm a pro runner running Boston. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you wear, uh, did you wear some cute little, you know, singlets along with that? Yeah, I did. And no bun huggers. No, no, no bun, yeah. bun huggers. Yeah. yeah, that's what that was I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I have known you long enough. I knew that's what you were thinking, Dim. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then a big one for me is um, it's a little trick that I have learned and whether it's on the run or when I get back or even I've done it in the shower is to pretend that my arms are like an old fashioned thermometer and to shake my arms like I, I, I'm showing my age here that, you know, you know, when you would have a thermometer, you know, your mom would take your temperature a million years ago and have to whip it kind of, you know, shake it in a very direct way that would make the mercury go into the bulb of the thermometer. Yes. And it's the exact same thing. I think about driving that blood down into my hands. I'm doing the motion. Dimity can see I'm doing it. Um, that that kind of like make almost centrifugal motion uh, force to make the blood go down into the ends. You know, the I think of my fingers as the tips of the thermometer bulb. Um, there you go, and it yeah. won't even poison you like mercury. <laughs> right, right. Um, and then Sarah, you've told me, and and I think this is true for anybody uh, in any winter situation coming in from a cold run is get and get out of your wet clothes fast. Do mm-hmm. not pass go. Do not empty the dishwasher. Do not oh. stop to make your coffee. Mm-hmm. Get out of that wet sports bra, that wet top, wet mm-hmm. tights. Mm-hmm. Um, either put on dry clothes, if you're me, <laughs> or get in the shower. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, that's yeah. another option as well. I just, you know. Yeah. Or COVID or- and showering, they kind of, you know, COVID kind of did away with my showering. <laughs> uh, or yeah, or Molly puts on her, her robe after she comes in. Yeah. You know, she takes her clothes off and, and puts on her wet running clothes and her wet hiking clothes and puts on her robe. Um, it just, and you touched upon it, it's definitely, it's that wet sports bra. Even though they're really nowhere near your hands, it's if you can get out of that wet sports bra, that's why I'll change, you know, if I go on a trail run, I'll change b- beside my car. I'm like, I have no shame. It's if, if it's between 
possibly a stranger seeing my bare breasts and my hands being absolutely uncomfortable by the time I get home, I opt for, you know, the, the former. Um, and then, you know, as anybody who has Raynaud's knows that because once you let the, once the symptoms start to come on, it's really hard to turn them back. So you yeah. need to cut them off bef- at the pass. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, um, going back to gloves, um, if you want really warm gloves, the ones that I love for, mm. um, I use them when I'm cycling, mm. um, they're the lobster mittens, they're Pearl oh, yeah. Izumi, and they split your um, hand, you know, you put two fingers in one mm-hmm. um, one hole and two yeah, fingers in the other toe, which sounds worse than uh, what I'm trying to say, but um, it's, it's, they're three digit gloves is what I'm saying. One for your yeah. thumb, one for two fingers, and one for two more fingers. Yeah, yeah. And um, so those are, I mean, they're kind of thick, but again, like if you are in Colorado, Montana, Minnesota, and want something that's going to really like, because sometimes I feel like running gloves and running mittens, like they just, they don't have a lot of padding. Like they just, they're more of one layer of fabric. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah. And also, cause the problem with Raynaud's is that your hands don't put out any warmth. So, um, you re- like, at least if you can get two fingers together, like you're saying in the lobster gloves, hopefully they can give a little heat to each other because, yeah. you know, and that's why people obviously wear I think it goes without saying that you can use the hand warmers putting those into your gloves. Um, Spice but, it yeah. up in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spice it up. Spice it yeah. up. All like, right. Yes. Well, we've got some great questions. Thanks, you guys. We're looking always for some more. So um, please call in if you have any questions. It's 470-BADASS-1 or 470-223-2771. Please leave your first name and where you're calling from and keep your message to about 60 seconds or less. Yep, yep. And please tell your friends and running buddies about this show as well as the regular Another Mother Runner podcast and Dimity's AMR Trains, which alternates with this every other Tuesday. We're eager to keep reaching new listeners and word of mouth is very powerful. So keep those questions coming. We're here with answers and uh, a mercury thermometer. Yeah, and some and some immunity spiced cider uh, noon. Yep. <laughs> okay. And I only need this lamp, and I only need this map, and that's yes. all I need. Steve Martin. All right. All right. <laughs>